When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. What I'm about to tell you took place in New York. Once you've heard the whole story, I'm sure you will want to share it with someone. Because it's interesting in so many ways. You will definitely be blown away by the ending, too. Our story begins when 19-year-old Bobby arrives at the college where he is going to study. It was his first day at the school. Naturally, he didn't know anyone. It was his first time away from his family. He was excited and a little nervous. He was going to stay at a dorm on campus. He wanted to go and settle into his room right away. As he was walking towards the dormitory, carrying his suitcase, strange things started happening. Other students were greeting him saying, hi, what's up? How was your summer? Nice to see you again. They all seemed to know him. Even though people were acting like his friends, it was Bobby's first time seeing them. It felt almost like a hidden camera prank. Finally, he arrived at his dorm building. When he walked in, someone shouted, Welcome back, Eddie. Eddie? Who is that? When someone else said, Hi, Eddie, he couldn't take it anymore. My name is not Eddie, he snapped. The person smiled back saying, You're so funny, Eddie. Bobby found his room. He began unpacking his suitcase. There was a knock on the door. When he opened it, there was a guy around his age. While Bobby was waiting for him to say something, the guy's eyes widened. He was speechless for a while. Then he asked, were you born on July 12th? When Bobby said, yes. The guy said, are you adopted? Bobby said, yes, again. And the student said, you won't believe this, but you have a twin. His name is Eddie. I'm Eddie's best friend. You look a lot like him, but I knew you were not Eddie, he said. This is how Bobby found out that he had a twin named Eddie, whom he knew nothing about until then. Without wasting time, he got in the car with Eddie's friend, and they drove to the city where Eddie lived. When they got to the house, Bobby knocked on the door. A moment later, someone who looked just like him opened the door. It was Eddie. They were both very surprised. They felt as if they were looking in the mirror. Of course, it was natural for them to be so surprised. If you had grown up with a twin, it wouldn't be as shocking to see someone who looked just like you. But they didn't know they had a twin until they were 19 and only met then. This was in the days before the internet. There were newspapers, TV, and radio. When a newspaper heard about this, they sent a reporter right away. The reporter wrote about Bobby and Eddie, who just found out that they were twins. A photographer took photos of them. When the story ran, everyone was talking about it. But that wasn't the end of it. There was another twist to the story. Elsewhere in the country, a mom came running to her son's room. She tried to wake him up. David, get up. You need to see this. She was screaming and showing him the newspaper she was holding. David finally got himself up. 
He took the paper from his mom and read the headline. Twins separated at birth reunite after 19 years. He looked at the photo in the story. When he realized the two people in the photo looked exactly like him, he jumped up from his bed. When he calmed down, he called the paper, told them about his situation, and asked for a phone number where he could reach the twins. Of course, the people at the paper were surprised too. They gave him Eddie's phone number. David called the number. Eddie's mother picked up. They are not twins. They are triplets, and I'm their brother, he said. She was so shocked that she dropped the phone. The triplets organized a get-together right away. Even though they had just met, they immediately felt as if they had grown up together. Thanks to their special connection, they never felt like strangers. Everyone was interested in their incredible story. They were interviewed on different TV shows. They were getting famous. Now everyone in the country knew of the triplets that were reunited when they were 19. But how were they separated in the first place? First of all, all three of them were adopted. A private adoption agency in New York gave them to three different families. These couples didn't know the child they adopted was a triplet. The agency had kept this fact from them. After learning this, the adopted families got together and went to visit the adoption agency. They had a meeting with the management. Their first question was, why didn't you tell us these kids were triplets? It was impossible to find a family that would accept all three babies. That's why we had to separate them, they explained. All three families said, if you had told us, we would have taken them. We would not have separated them. They weren't satisfied with the agency's explanation. They left the agency angry and frustrated. One of the fathers realized he forgot his umbrella there. He went back to pick it up. He saw something strange when he went back into the meeting room. He had saw the people they had met with opening a bottle of champagne and clinking their glasses. The managers of the agency were celebrating. He picked up his umbrella and left. He described what he had seen to the other parents. Of course, they were shocked. They couldn't understand what they were celebrating after such a tense meeting. Years later, they would learn that the agency had lied to them that day. There was another reason why they hid the fact that the boys were triplets. They were celebrating the fact that they had managed to keep that reason a secret. So, what was the real reason? You will soon find out. At the time, the triplets were enjoying being reunited after so many years. They moved in together. Every day they were seeing how much they resembled each other. For example, they found out that they liked the same type of clothes, same food, same colors, and even the same brands. The funniest part was they were completing each other's sentences. So even though they had grown up in three different households, they were still very similar. The brothers kept appearing on TV shows as guests. That made them even more famous. People on the street were telling them, why don't you guys make a movie? We want to see you on the big screen. The brothers figured out that it was time to monetize their newfound fame and opened a huge restaurant they named Triplets. People filled the restaurant to see the famous triplets. The business was really good. They made over a million dollars at the end of their first year. Meanwhile, a journalist had uncovered something big. A child psychiatrist had launched a secret study years earlier. For this project, he had made an agreement with a private adoption agency. The agency would separate twins and give them to families of different socioeconomic status. Because the goal of the study was to determine how different they would grow up to be if they were raised in different families. 
The worst part was, they were hiding from the adopting family the fact that their baby had a twin. You see what happened, right? The mother of the triplets brought her babies to this adoption agency. The agency gave the triplets to three families of different status as part of this secret study. To understand this further, let's take a look at Bobby, Eddie, and David's families. Bobby's dad was a doctor, and his mom was a lawyer. They were a well-educated couple. They earned a lot of money. They lived in an expensive neighborhood. Eddie's father was a schoolteacher. They weren't rich or poor. It was a middle-class family. They led a lifestyle befitting their income. And finally, David's family was working class. They were immigrants. They were the least educated among the parents. They ran a small grocery store and had a hard time making ends meet. Thus, we can clearly see that one of the triplets was given to a family with a higher level of income and education, another one to a middle-class family, and the third one was given to a lower-income family with a lower level of education. It was also discovered that the people conducting this secret study paid regular visits to the children. They ran intelligence and personality tests that lasted for hours. They observed them in their daily lives and took notes. For example, to see if there were any differences in their hand-eye coordination, they filmed the children playing frisbee. These home visits lasted until the kids were about 9 to 10 years old. Then suddenly they stopped. So why weren't the families suspicious of these visits? These are routine tests that we conduct on every adopted child. We need to keep track of these kids as an agency, they were told. Mm. Which was not true. As we know now, the tests were being done for the secret study. The journalist who uncovered this horrible truth also found the psychiatrist behind the study. He learned that the study continued for about 10 years and then was stopped. The results hadn't been shared with the public since it was assumed it would elicit a negative reaction. We know that all of the records related to this case remain sealed in the Yale University archives. The journalist also traced the children in the study and visited those he could find. Of course, they were all grown up. He saw that the twins separated at birth were struggling with chronic depression at later stages of their lives, including the triplets. They were having really serious mental health issues. Tragically, one of them, Eddie, died when he was only 33 years old. <laughs>